a creator named Talon Michael. Talon Michael, that guy is doing an amazing job expanding the kingdom of God. He got touched and he launched a YouTube channel. Two million people following him on YouTube. You're the biggest solo Christian creator now on the platform. You haven't walked this fast in years? Well, let's go a little faster. Hallelujah! <laughs> All right! I didn't come for dead religion. I didn't come for some washed up sermon. I came for the power of God. When the Holy Ghost is in the room, breakthroughs in the room. When the Holy Ghost is in the room, healing's in the room. When the Holy Ghost is in the room, new levels are in the room. I said the joy of the Lord, it is your strength. What God does in one, he'll do in another. What God's done in my life, he'll do in your life. When you touch someone in faith, when you reach out and touch God with faith, you get what you're believing for. It's this simple. Believe the word, stand on the word, act on the word, operate in faith, never walk by sight. I said religion will teach you lessons. Only Jesus can give you life. But you can't lose if you stay in the realm of faith. My generation, your generation, this generation shall be saved. Hello. Welcome back. I'm your host, Evangelist Taylor Michael. Today I'm going to teach you a life lesson that will take you to the next level. This is how to prepare to prosper. You know, God is looking to bless you. He says in Jeremiah 29, 11, I have good plans for you. He said, I know the plans I have for you. So God knows he's got specific plans. There's a, a blueprint laid out for your life of God's plans for you. And he says, they are good plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. I want somebody to type in the chat with me this morning. Type this, God is looking to prosper me. God is looking to prosper me. Let me say good morning to AJ and Megan and Acacia and Sarai and Bella and Arvin and all the OGs. Thank you for joining me today. What I'm going to teach you today is going to put you in a position to prosper. Your position matters. Good morning, Tracy and Zach. Where you are matters. What you're expecting matters. What you're believing matters. What you're speaking matters. It matters that you prepare to prosper. You know, the Bible says faith without action or works is dead. You can write this in your notes. Faith without corresponding action will not prosper. It's not enough just to believe. It's not enough just to speak. There must be action a tide, tied to your faith. There must be corresponding action with what you believe and what you speak. Let me Before we get in preparing to prosper, let me teach you a little bit about faith. Go with me to Hebrews chapter 11. We're going to start here today. Hebrews 11, starting in verse 1. And do me a favor if you would. Our audience is growing, and it's because you're helping us. Do me a favor. If you're watching on Facebook, give this a thumbs up and share it on your timeline. If you're watching on YouTube, do the same thing. Hit thumbs up. Engage in the comment section. Share it with that crazy aunt that's like super spiritual, and then that friend that needs to like learn breakthrough, and then share it with a couple normal people as well. Amen. But I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I'm very happy to always come here and see such a great crowd. You guys are amazing. You know, I remember it was only a couple of years ago where we had like five people, sometimes 12. 
I remember there was a time, that's right, AJ said, my Aunt Karen. Yes, share this with your Aunt Karen. She'll be very pleased that you did. So that she can correct me in the comment section. (laughs) But uh, I, I remember it was only a couple of years ago that I had like 12 people that would watch me live. And I was faithful, man. I'd go down in my little basement apartment when I was distressed in debt and discontent with my life, I'd go into this like little cave of a down in my basement apartment. And I would just, I'd put my phone on this little $20 ring light from Walmart. And I would just like, I just let it rip. I'd pull out the Bible and I would just, I'd sit there for hours and we'd, I'd have 12 people and I would just preach like it's a stadium full of people and God's going to bless you and God's going to prosper you. And I'd pray for the sick and I'd, I'd just feel the anointing flow. And we were getting testimonies. You see, the Bible says those who are faithful, what is faithful? Full of faith. Those that act in faith with little will be rulers over much. The reason why I preach to those people on the ring light, those 12 people, as if it was a stadium full of people is because I'm preparing to prosper in such a way that I will be preaching to stadiums full of people. So that when I get there, I don't have to say, oh Lord, I'm not prepared. I wasn't expecting you to to give me stadiums. No, I'm expecting stadiums. So I'm going to preach, I'm going to teach, I'm going to lay out the word, I'm going to give it everything I have as if I'm preaching to a stadium right now. So each and every single one of you that are watching, you specifically as you watch, I want to let you know I'm going to give it my all today. But I'm going to teach you how faith works and how to prepare to prosper. Hebrews 11 verse 1, listen to this. Now faith is. Faith is not was. Faith is not is going to be. Now faith is. Faith is now. Somebody type in the chat, faith is now. Faith is now. Faith is not tomorrow. Faith is not yesterday. Faith is always present tense. You cannot have faith for the future. That's called hope. You cannot have faith for the past. You can only have faith for the present. Now faith is. What is it? Let's see the King James. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. So your faith and your hope work together. Hope is future tense. It's your imagination. This hope, this substance of hope is called revelation knowledge. This revelation knowledge, the Bible says, the entrance of thy word bringeth light. Have you ever tried running around in a dark room? No, because you're not going to get very far. Not much is going to be accomplished. If you're just running around in the dark all the time, you're going to run into a lot of stuff. You're going to get lost. You're going to be discombobulated. You're going to be confused. So in order for you to prepare to prosper, the entrance of God's word must bring light. It must bring revelation knowledge to you to know what you're believing for, how to believe according to the word, how to operate in faith, how to prepare your heart, how to prepare your things in the natural, how to prepare for increase, how to prepare for prosperity. The entrance of thy word bringeth light, revelation knowledge. That is the substance of your things hoped for according to the word of God. And listen to this. This is what faith does. It brings evidence. Somebody type in the chat, faith has evidence. Think of it like a crime scene. You can tell when somebody that has faith has been on the scene. Because they always leave some evidence. 
They always leave some evidence. When somebody has faith and they show up, there's evidence that they've been there. Faith brings evidence to what you hope for. It brings evidence. It brings proof. It brings fact. Something you could uphold in a court of law. That the revelation knowledge, the things you were hoping for, have come to pass. It brings the evidence of things not seen. Now I want you to get this. Revelation knowledge is not seen, but it produces what is seen. Revelation knowledge is not seen in the natural. It's seen in the spirit, but it produces what's seen in the natural. I'll show you. Look at this. Verse 3. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. What that means is you must find out what the Bible says about you, about your situation, about your covenant. Get it in your mind's eye. It must produce a substance called hope in your inner man. Where Abraham was one man when God called him, but he made him a mighty nation. Where you begin to see that the blessing of God on my life will take me from one man and turn me into a mighty nation. Where you begin to see by revelation knowledge that Jesus took 39 lashings for your healing. Where you see the stripes on his back and you know you are healed. And it produces healing by your faith in your life. These, this substance of revelation knowledge in your inner man produces the evidence of things not seen. So I want you to understand, in order to prepare, you must have faith. Faith prepares for what it expects. I want you to write that down and type it in the chat. Faith prepares for what it expects. Faith prepares for what it expects. Number one, the power of positive expectation. The power of positive expectation. What are you expecting in life? When you wake up, do you expect to be blessed? Do you expect miracles to happen in your life? Are you expecting for financial breakthrough? To walk through your door every day. A great man of God named Oral Roberts once said, A miracle is either passing you by or coming right to you every single day. I refuse to be somebody that lets miracles pass me by. Every day I'm receiving money miracles. Every day I'm receiving spiritual miracles. Every day I'm receiving land miracles. Every day I'm receiving healing miracles. Supernatural miracles. I expect something good to happen to me every single day. Why? Because the blessing of the Lord makes me rich and adds no sorrow. I'm expecting wealth and treasure to be in my house. I'm expecting a, a, a prosperous abundance on my life. I'm expecting every favor and earthly blessing to abound toward me in abundance. I'm expecting the devourer to be rebuked in my life. I'm expecting my enemies to come against me one way, but I'm expecting them also to scatter from me seven different ways. What are you expecting? There is power in positive expectation. Go to Mark 11. There is power in positive expectation. Mark 11, 24. Therefore I say unto you, 
Whatever things, what things soever ye desire, when you pray, believe you have received them, and ye shall have them. That's the power of positive expectation. It doesn't say when you pray, believe one day they're going to show up. No, it says when you pray, believe you have received them. Somebody type in the chat, I believe I receive. When you pray, you believe you have received those things which you prayed for. And it says you shall have them. Not you might have them. You shall have them. Believe you receive the things that you pray for. What are you expecting when you pray? Whatever you're expecting to happen when you pray is exactly what you're going to get. Do you expect God to answer your prayers? Do you expect supernatural breakthrough? Do you expect to enter into new realms and new dimensions every day when you wake up? The woman with the issue of blood had said that she had heard the the stories of Jesus. And she believed and she said, if I but touch the hem of his garment, I know, I expect my healing. She said, I know I shall be healed. And it said, as she was walking, she was saying, that word saying in the Greek, it it says that she said, somebody type in the chat, she said, She said, that word in the Greek implies she said and kept on saying. She said and kept on saying. So imagine her even now as she's pressing through the crowd, as she's walking to go see Jesus in her hometown. She said, I know, not I hope Not possibly, not if it be God's will. She said, I know that the moment I touch the hem of his garment, I don't even need him to lay hands on me. I don't even need him to have everybody gather around me. I don't need all the apostles and prophets and pastors and teachers in the area to lay hands on me one at a time. I don't need everybody to break out into spontaneous tongues. I know that the moment I touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. Her faith had corresponding action. And she said and kept on saying. Now type this in the chat. Keep on saying. Keep on saying. You have to keep on saying. You can't just say it. You got to keep on saying it. I know. I know. I know. I expect. I believe. I receive. I know as she pressed through the crowd, I know the moment I touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. I know the moment I touch the hem of that garment, I shall be made whole. I don't care if no one else is getting a miracle. I know that the moment I touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. And as she presses through the crowd, it said she touched him and virtue came out of Jesus and entered into her body. And he stopped. It stopped him in his tracks. Did you know that your faith can stop God right in his tracks? Your faith, when everybody else is coming up, they're trying to get close. Everybody else is coming up. They're just just hoping to get close. They just want to see him. Did you know your touch of faith can stop God right in his tracks? And Jesus looked over and said, who touched me? And all the disciples said, well, Lord, with respect, 
there's hundreds of people touching you. He said, no, virtue came out of me. Somebody type in the chat, the touch of faith is different. Everyone was touching him. But the touch of faith stopped God right in his tracks. And he looked down at the woman with the issue of blood and he said, your faith has made you whole. Your faith has made you whole. What are you expecting? What are you believing for? What are you confessing? What are you touching? Where's your touch of faith? Remember, Jesus is the word that became flesh. She kept her eyes on Jesus. She was pressing forward to touch the word, to get a hold of the word. If you'll press forward in your life and say, God, grant unto me the spirit of wisdom and revelation that I may get a hold of your word. Watch how your touch of faith, God will pass over a million people to get to someone with a touch of faith. The touch of faith is different. There is power in positive expectation. Go to 1 John chapter 5. First John chapter 5, verse 13. Look at this. I'll read in the ESV for this. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God. What's that name? It's Jesus. That you may know that you have eternal life. And this is the confidence that we have toward him. That if we ask anything, someone type in the chat, anything. If we ask anything, according to his will, he hears us. What's his will? It's his word. I want you to write this in your notes. Faith begins where the will of God is known. Faith begins where the will of God is known. Someone once said, ignorance is expensive. People will tell you ignorance is bliss. It's not. Not all the time. Ignorance will cost you something. Imagine being ignorant in your taxes. Cost you some jail time. Imagine being ignorant of the law. You don't know whether or not to stop at a red light. Could cost you your life. Ignorance is expensive. That's why the Bible says in Hosea chapter 4 verse 6, my people destroy themselves due to a lack of knowledge, due to ignorance. Ignorance is expensive. So these things are written that we may know because we have eternal life, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And then look at this, verse 15. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests that we have asked him. Let me read that in the King James. I feel like that didn't do it justice. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. In order to prosper, you must prepare to receive those things which you've prayed for. Wow. You must prepare to receive what you're believing for. That's good. Hmm. 
If you're believing for a new car, have you gotten a bigger garage? If you're believing for a wife, have you prepared yourself financially to take care of her? If you're believing for a child, have you gotten their room ready so God can open up your wife's womb? What are you believing for? Faith is putting corresponding action to what you believe. Fun fact, faith is a noun. Believing is a verb. Faith is a noun. Believing is a verb. Meaning there must be some believing, some corresponding action. Verb is action. There must be some corresponding action with your faith to receive those things which you've prayed for. And if you believe that you received those things which you pray for, you shall have them. Someone type in the chat, I shall have them. Are you preparing to prosper? Or are you preparing to fail? What are you preparing for? I don't prepare to fail. Someone once told me, if you're going to fail, fail going forward. Fail giving it everything that you have. If you're going to fall, you better fall on your face. If you're going to fail, at least at the end of it, be able to say, look, I gave it everything I have. But the Bible says those that say, you know, it's funny because you hear this all the time. It's an old saying in Africa. If I perish, then I perish. I think Esther said it in the Old Testament. If I perish, I perish. But there's a saying in Africa that says, those that say, if I perish, I perish, never perish. When you have that mindset, when you have that positive expectation that I go from triumphant procession to triumphant procession, I go from glory to glory, victory to victory, and strength to strength. If I'm going to fail, I'm failing going forward because I'm the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. God said I move up and never back. If I'm going to fail, it's going to be failing going forward. I'm keeping my momentum. I'm moving in faith. I'm getting what I believe. I'm getting what I speak. I'm receiving those things which I expect. I don't expect failure. I don't expect two steps forward, one step back. I don't accept it, and I don't expect it. Someone type this in the chat. I don't expect failure, and I don't accept failure. I don't expect failure and I don't accept failure. Why? The Bible says if you will follow this book of instruction, you shall have good success wherever you go. I expect good success everywhere that I go. Glory to God. You have to prepare to prosper. You get exactly what you believe and speak in life. Your expectation will determine what you have in life. I know a lot of people that refuse to expect increase. They're so they're small-minded. They think it's okay that, that God wants to do some little work out in the middle of nowhere. And so they stay small forever or they decrease or they, they refuse to connect to somebody here's how you prepare to prosper write this down i think it's hebrews chapter 6 verse 12 
Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. I'll read it in the ESV. So that you may not be sluggish, but imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. This is how you prepare to prosper. Connect yourself to somebody who is where you want to go. If you refuse to connect yourself to somebody who has obtained the promises of God, you will never get them on your own. Even Paul wrote to the people, why do you boast? Everything you have, you've received from somebody else. No man can glory. And even what other men have received, they received it from God. So you've got to connect yourself to somebody that is where you want to go. That's preparing to prosper. Connect yourself to somebody who through faith and patience have obtained the promises of God. Be imitators of their faith. Be imitators of their patience. Catch impartation from them. And you'll have what they have. Amen. I have so much more I could say about this, but I'm, I'm going to stop it right here for now. I believe people receive something from this today. I'm going to tell you a, my testimony of connecting myself to people who through faith and patience have obtained the promises of God because God is no respecter of persons. You know, a lot of times people get, uh, how do you say this the right way? People, they, they preach the Bible, which is exactly what you want, but they only talk about the stories in the Bible, which is great. I preach the stories in the Bible, but it helps when, you, when people see it in your life. So one thing I believe is that my life stirs people up. Because anybody that gets to know me, they know me. I just got saved six years ago. They know I only got full of the Holy Ghost four years ago. They know I was living in a basement apartment two years ago. Anyone that knows me, they've seen all the faith and promises and, and everything that's been in the Word alive in my life. So I don't just try to tell you the stories out of the Bible. Because otherwise, some people just treat it like it's a far-off fairy tale. But it's not. So I'm showing you that God is no respecter of persons. What God did for Abraham, God's doing for me. What God did for Abraham, he's doing for you. What God did in the Bible for everybody, he's doing it for me and he's doing it for you. Somebody type in the chat, he's doing it for me. You can't treat the Bible like it's some far off fairy tale. You'll only get what you expect. Are you expecting God to turn you into a, a mighty nation and a man? Are you expecting supernatural increase? Are you expecting land acquisition? Are you expecting people to come and work for you? Are you expecting to be the head and not the tail? Above and not beneath. Blessed in the city and blessed in the field. Blessed coming in and blessed going out. Are you expecting the devourer to be rebuked for your sake? Are you expecting to walk in divine health? You'll only receive what you expect out of this word in life. I remember doing that when I came down here. When I, when I moved from Iowa... Down to Ruston, Louisiana. And I connected with my pastors. Pastor Stan and Mary Pody. Faith Church hit seven figures. Not that this is like... I don't think they would mind me sharing this. But there's a seven-figure anointing on my pastors. And now, through the word of prophecy, there's an eight-figure anointing on my pastors. You know what I expected when I moved down here? I expected my life to move into a position of seven figures. And that's exactly what's happening right now. 
because I connected myself. I tied myself to somebody who is where I'm looking to go. And, and we connect ourselves, my pastors included, to, to great men and women of God on the planet today because we're looking, we're, we're increasing. We're not going backwards. We're moving up higher. So that's exactly what happened. This year will be my first seven-figure year. Next year will be my first eight-figure year. Because through the word of prophecy, the eight-figure anointing has been released on this house. And I'm plugged in, baby. I'm serving. I'm growing. I'm sowing. And I receive the eight-figure anointing on my life. If nobody else wants it, they don't have to have it. It's on me. It's in me. I'm connected to increase. And so only two and a half years ago, I remember having negative $233 in my bank account living in a basement apartment Hoping, praying, believing God for supernatural breakthrough. The Lord told me I had $600 in my bank account before I had negative. The Lord told me to take a precious seed, almost everything I had in my bank account, $540, and sow it into a specific minister. And so I did. And I believed what the Bible said in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, that those that sow abundantly reap abundantly. So I took that $540, almost 100% of my net worth. What is that? Probably 90%. Let me check on my calculator. 540. 90% of my net worth at the time. (laughs) 90% of my bank account. You know, a lot of people are like, all right, I'll stop at tithing. I'll stop at 10%. No, the Lord said 90%. He flipped it on me. I took 90% of what was in my bank account and I sewed it into somebody, believing God for a breakthrough in my life. Three days later, a great man of God walked up to me, shook my hand and said, starting today, I'm going to partner with your ministry at $1,000 a month. I'm having my assistant overnight you or my accountant overnight you $1,000 tonight. It'll be in your bank account tomorrow and for the rest of your life, basically. I'm going to give you $1,000 a month toward your ministry. To this day, he's one of our biggest financial partners in the ministry because of one seed. One seed can turn your life around. One seed can break you through. One seed can flip everything on its head. One seed, one act of faith can change your entire situation. I've seen it in my own life and I'm expecting increase in Jesus name. So I'm going to give you an opportunity today before I pray for you to sow into what God's doing here at Revival Way Ministries. We're not staying small. We don't expect to stay small. We expect increase And we are increasing in Jesus' name. We currently feed, I'll show you a little letter here. We currently feed 2,000 kids each and every single day through an organization called Feed the Hungry in third world nations all around the world. And uh, I remember back in the day when we started with 30. We started feeding 30 kids a month. And now we're feeding 2,000 kids a month. We've also raised up now, I think we have 130 people in our Kingdom Accelerator program, raising up 130 online evangelists to reach this generation with the gospel. Our online evangelists have reached over 2 billion views worldwide on social media. By the grace of God, absolutely amazing. And we're just getting started. Hundreds of millions of souls will be saved through what God is doing here 
with in-person and online evangelism. So if you want to connect yourself, number one, if you want to see breakthrough in your own life, I encourage you to sow a seed into the ministry. Number two, if you want to connect yourself to the vision here and what God is doing, I want to encourage you to connect with your finances. You know, Jesus said, where a man's treasure is, his heart will be also. So you show God what you love by putting your money there, your finances, your treasure. And the different ways that you can give and continue to help us reach this generation with the gospel are on your screen. Cash app is dollar sign Revival Way. Venmo is at Revival Way. PayPal is at Revival Way. Or you can give on our website, RevivalWay.com. There's a link in the chat for you right now. And I want to give some shout outs and honor people that have been giving the last couple of day, days. Brandon Nickerson, thank you for your giving. Tyrell Lee, thank you. Nolan Johnson, Jose Vasquez, Christian C. Dequavius Norwood, thank you. Jessica Young, thank you for your giving. On Cash App, let me shout out people on PayPal. I'm believing God to send a hundred partners this year to sow a thousand dollars into the ministry and 200 to sow a seed of $500 or more into the ministry. So if the Lord is speaking to you about that, I encourage you. One of the greatest seeds I ever sowed in my life was the first time I sowed a thousand dollar seed. It broke poverty off of my life forever. It'll do the same thing for you. Daniel Fouch. Thank you for your giving. Robert Jr. Thank you. Courtney Kirkland, Corey Jensen. Thank you for your giving. Timothy Elton, thank you for your giving. Noel Gutierrez, thank you for your giving. And those of you that are giving on Venmo and through the website, thank you for your giving and your generosity. We're very blessed by you. Let me pray for you. And then I have a special announcement, so don't go anywhere. Father, I thank you right now for every person under the sound of my voice. As they sow, would you increase them, multiply them, bless them abundantly. I partner with them in faith right now. And we believe we receive exactly what we expect according to your word. Angels, ministering spirits, go cause every word to work and cause the harvest to come. Satan, take your hands off of every harvest now in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen and amen. Hey, if you are anywhere in the United States, I want to announce that we're having our second annual Three Days of Glory. You do not want to miss these meetings here in Ruston, Louisiana. I'll be opening up Friday night, September 1st. Evangelist TJ Malkanji will be opening up uh, Saturday night. And then my pastor, Pastor, pastor uh, Stan, will be preaching Sunday morning and evening services. They're going to be powerful, powerful services. You do not want to miss these services. I'm telling you, they will be life changing. If you're anywhere in the United States, I strongly encourage you to get there, be a part Come and join us. We would love to have you. We're going to play a video for you right now, and I will see you tomorrow morning at 1130 a.m. Sharp. Adios. Hello, I'm Stan Pody. I would like to invite you to join us at Faith Church in Ruston, Louisiana for three days of glory. Yes, this Labor Day weekend, we're going to have three powerful days of the teaching and preaching of the Word of God, as well as signs, wonders, and demonstrations of the Spirit. You're going to want to be here for this. Click link in bio for more information. And we look forward to seeing you this year, Labor Day weekend, at our second annual Three Days of Glory.